water, earth, fire, air. Welcome to Bending the Elements. A production by the Novice Elitist Podcast. With your hosts, Caleb and Isaac. podcast about all things Avatar. Welcome back to Bending the Elements, an Avatar podcast. Today on the show, we're covering book one, chapter 16, The Deserter. Yes, welcome back, ladies, gentlemen, those in between. We're getting close. We only have four episodes left before the end of book one. Not to say that's because that's kind of a sad thing, but like... Oh, wow. Yeah, we're getting close. Oh, it's exciting, though. I'm, I'm pumped to get to... Uh that finale and into season two that's going to be some great stuff i wait to see what we get through less for the season because i think so far the season's been pretty good mm. and let's continue on with it so what do you have for us today in summary sir uh just before we jump to the summary i'll just say quickly uh this was written by tim hedrick and directed by lauren mcmullen well i feel like we haven't seen her in a while yeah who did she do last time she did the great divide i don't remember that no it was some Around there, I believe. Mm. Oh, but yeah, the summary. So, continuing their journey to the Northern Water Tribe, our team is once again sidetracked when they come across a sign for a festival that is currently taking place at a nearby village. This town is a Fire Nation stronghold, and so the gang has to disguise themselves to take part in the festivities. They have some fun checking out the sites, and Aang takes this as a sample for his future training with firebending. But when the group take part in a theatrical display, Aang is exposed as the Avatar, and they're forced to make a hasty escape. But luckily for them, a hooded figure who noticed them when they arrived leaps forward to aid in their escape. He doesn't help much, though, until Appa swoops in to save them, but our hooded figure makes up for it by throwing a grenade at some fireworks. It turns out our new friend is a former Fire Nation troop, and he followed the Avatar to bring him to Zhang Zhang, the deserter. A previously high-ranking firebender, who our buddy thinks would make a great instructor for Aang. The group is captured by Zhang Zhang's men, but the deserter says he won't teach Aang as he hasn't completed his training with the other elements. Aang pushes forward anyway, but Zhang Zhang refuses no matter what Aang says. But he's finally swayed when Avatar Roku shows up in a vision and demands that he help the Avatar. But Aang proves him right by being a pretty terrible student. He's impatient and he ignores his instructions about the dangers of fire, and even ends up burning Katara before his lesson is learned. But luck would have it, it's through Aang's negligence that Katara learns that she has a rare ability. She can use her waterbending to heal. And in an unfortunate spot of luck, just then, old jerkface himself, Admiral Zhao, shows up and starts a firefight with the deserter. It turns out Zhao is a former student of Zhang Zhang. Eventually Aang gets involved in the fight, and although he still can't make use of his firebending, he remembers that Zhang Zhang said that Zhao lacks self-control as a student and Aang uses this to his advantage to make him burn down his own ships. With Zhang Zhang and his people gone after the attack, Aang and crew take off into their next adventure. It sounds like Admiral Zhao got his just desserts. Uh, <laughs> I suppose fair enough, but I don't see the... Uh, I feel like this is an in-joke that I'm missing. What's my name right now? Oh, the dessert. Oh, I see. Now I see, yeah. Yeah, just inside baseball room, we use a, an, a site, and Isaac always picks a funny little name. And this one is the Deserter. Yeah, because this episode's premise basically is Aang. And <laughs> if this were one of those abridged series by fan dubs, um, this episode would be called The Deserter, where either Aang or Sokka are in desperate need of dessert, and they don't get it at the end. <laughs> Well, I guess we'll see if they have any dessert. Don't spoil anything. I, I'm curious. I haven't seen this one before. Well, let's find out if they uh, find if they if they get some dessert or not. Yeah, and we'll we'll get started right now, and we'll hit play. And if you're on timestamp zero, at least we'll hit play in three, two, one, play. Yeah, look, that, that water looks pretty good. I wouldn't mind having that as my dessert. Do you have dessert? Do you have dessert? It's a, it's a mystery now. Who took the dessert? It's one of these four goofs. 
Well, they spread it across the four nations. This is ridiculous. <laughs> oh, and they even oh, and and here comes the fire nation. They like yeah, it's only for us. After, <laughs> they sent the goons after them, but the avatar themselves, they are the ones that decide. All right, here's the rules, and we're gonna set these these straight. Oh wait, he's gone. Well, shoot. So much for Aang trying to get on the action of the, all the dessert. Yeah, so I actually quite like how this one opens up. Just the, I don't know, it's like a soft focus kind of lens with the color. Very kind of sunny looking. I, th- I just think it looks pretty. It almost looks like it should be like a flashback or something. It does. It kind of reminds me of in uh, episode three. Yeah, when we go to the Southern Air Temple, where everything kind of looks like when they're inside and they're inside the Hall of Avatars. They, they, it's very soft, right? I, <laughs> unfortunately, I remember saying like that's what the season reminds me of. I probably was just like watching it. That was when I watched it like a few years ago, and it just felt like this whole season like very like dreamlike. And no, this one is just because of how soft the colors are. So I I've been proven wrong. I was I was wrong all the way back in those those first two episodes or three episodes. Oh, that's fair. Well, I, yeah, I, it, it's popped up, this kind of look, every now and again. I remember Jet sometimes having a similar look to this. And No, you're right on that. Uh, Jet was the one as well that looked like that. Yeah, we see this, this because, uh, yeah, they're just going through the forest, and they come across this kind of, I don't know what you call this, like a little town post with some uh, notices. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a, it's, I don't know if it's a fork in the road. I don't know if there's like a walk there there's a map area map of some sort i kind of wish there was of like here you go so they're kind of in like fire nation territory here eh? like that's kind of whether mm. this was the village again somewhere in jet where funny bring yeah. up jet where they were they overtook this village or if this village has been here forever i'm pretty sure they probably overtook this village let's just be honest here unless they're like because they were on the outskirts of the fire nation that'd probably be bad yeah just when, when we get to it eventually i I thought it almost looked like just a stronghold that they built into a little town. And now they're doing their little, like, yeah, like they say, cultural exhibit. So it's like, maybe they, it was just a space that they needed for like a strategic thing. And they turned yeah. it into its own little town. Who, who knows? They never gave us the detail, but. I don't know if that's a good idea, though. If that's a, from a strategic point of view, that's a great idea. I don't know. I am not the one to ask or question. It certainly seems like they've won the war, so maybe they're not worried about strategic things anymore. Ah, uh, they're currently winning the war. Pronouns. <laughs> well, at least in this area. You know, a lot of the Earth uh, Kingdom, they basically conquered it. But... Yeah, except for Bossing Say so far, as they say. <laughs> um, oh, but I do actually really like the look of this poster. I think it's quite pretty. A lot of the Fire Nation aesthetics, I just think, works really well. So Yes, I, I do agree. I, I do like some of these ones. Oh yes, you know, they're, it's a cultural day. Basically, it's 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 a cultural day for the firebenders. You know, firebending appreciation day. They're gonna have all these acts. They're gonna have juggling. They're gonna have magicians. They're gonna have avatar capturing. <laughs> maybe maybe they'll have a trapeze artist. Maybe we'll have a, a circus, perhaps, and by one young lady who's really acrobatic. Who knows? It'd be funny if they actually had a little display, just a little like. Um theater piece of them capturing the avatar i'd like a stand in for the fire lord and <laughs> but yeah so then on the other side of that thing we see that yeah ang is definitely a known figure among this crowd because we got little pictures of him um who else do we get there we get kind of a funny little appearance it's um oh uh, the blue spirit yes we do have the blue spirit and he's like hey it's Zuko. doesn't make a mention of that but maybe it's not important <laughs> And we have two other like faces on there. One guy in the bottom left-hand corner and one that we focus in on on the top right-hand corner. Yes, who is that? I don't recognize him. Hmm. Uh, maybe a person of things to come. Who knows? <laughs> yes. Oh, but yeah, they decide, hey, you know what? It may be dangerous, but Aang's just like, I really want to check this place out. It looks cool. Um, and I don't know, maybe, maybe what I said in my... Uh, my summary wasn't quite true that he was kind of taking this as an introduction to his firebending, but well, he does drop the firebending line, which again, like from out of nowhere, it's like, um, where'd this come from? This didn't feel like it naturally came from anywhere. All of a sudden, just like, Oh, Hey, I'm not good with my, uh, you know, water bending. Yeah. I'm doing that like once an episode, you should be doing it more often than that, but whatever. <laughs> All of a sudden it's like skip one and do the next. It's like, there's a cycle to these things. There's a reason 
each person learns this this way or each avatar learns it this way but okay let's just go in there and get supplies since as Sokka made mention earlier with his bag of nuts or whatever his uh, <laughs> grub bag uh, he's kind of out of food so he's gonna need to eat something again again he's after that dessert the the, the dessert to rule them all yeah and, and really I, I think it was just an excuse that Aang was using because Aang clearly loves just exploring other cultures and place that he's never seen before and so he's like oh look check this place out we haven't really been to a fire nation place like this before so yeah i haven't been to a fire nation place in like a hundred years so let's see how it's changed yeah yeah so they head in you know they have to wear disguises of course because you know they're well known or at least ang is so yes and he also tells momo and appa to uh, stay in the hills just uh, for, you know for the time being because the thing people might get suspicious of a uh, flying lemur and a big extinct air bison walking around they had a they hide behind a bush and they put on their little Je- jedi robes you know well except for quasimodo <laughs> there <laughs> quasimodo which one's that <laughs> oh ang <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh but i do like when they get their masks too I think those are kind of fun. That's, uh, yeah, that's true. Also, before as they are leaving, uh, we see that there's somebody watching them. Oh, yes, yes. A creepy little stalker. Yep. Yes. A fan, maybe a fan of, of Aang's. Who knows? Yeah. But yes, they need masks because apparently it's customary in this in this cultural festival day. Yeah, very lucky. Yeah. Just a little masquerade, uh, masquerade festival. Masquerade. <laughs> <laughs> i do love that song it's a great song and we get this cute little bit with um oh, i forget what these things are called now yeah maybe you remember like the little puppets and uh i think it's I think oh i thought you were talking about like when when Sokka's about to eat the uh oh what is it called the, f- the flaming fire flakes they're not frosted flakes they're fire flakes come on where's this like where's this time where they're all like it's chili flakes instead of like corn flakes or frosted flakes. No, it's a little little punch and Judy bit. I meant when instead of punching, he burns them. <laughs> yeah, where it's just propaganda, basically. Mm-hmm. Early on, by the way, where we see some firebending kids. By the way, I think this is like one of the mm. first times we see kids—not kids, but Fire Nation kids. Oh wait, well wait, yeah, no, I forget. Was that in Jet? Was that a Earth Town? Yeah, there was an Earth Nation town. That girl, she had a yeah. doll. Yeah, that was also an Earthbender. So never mind. Or an Earth Kingdom citizen, excuse me. Uh, but after the little, little uh, whatever that thing is with the puppets, they see there's some sort of big um, exhibit going on or big performance. And, of course, Sokka shows a little bigotry and he's like, it's probably an execution. Like these uncivilized <laughs> firebenders. Of course <laughs> it does. Yeah. Ro- I mean, Robin here is doing his, his best Starfire slash uh, fire impression. Pretty good, I'd say. Um, but he needs a volunteer, uh, since he is a stage magician. Mm. It's a pretty cool uh, thing, side we haven't really seen uh, too many times the bending arts being used in the, uh, oh, I don't know, the, the the stage ways. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Mm. Yeah, and Aang, of course, is immediately, he, he's loving it. He's like, wow, I gotta learn that. That would have been a good career for Aang if he wasn't the Avatar. Oh, he would certainly be a performer, like... Yeah, very much so. And of course, he wants to go up immediately, but Katara wisely, you know, advised him, hey, you know, you're the avatar. Don't put yourself as a center of attention here. Yeah, he's trying <laughs> to volunteer. And what happens? Of course, Katara is uh, the one that gets volunteered. <laughs> yeah. More like drafted. That's what happens when you speak whenever they say that. Yeah, yeah. of course. When you make yourself noticed, then you're going to be the one to be picked out. Of the crowd. Yep. Yeah, and his little trick. Yeah, he pulls out a big tank of water and he... He has his assistant handcuff her and put her in the water. And uh... Oh, this isn't the uh, saw bit? I thought it was going to be the saw bit. <laughs> now, what is this? What is this trick of his? Well, this is... A, okay, this is an interesting trick, but also... <laughs> there is something I, I don't like. This is actually one, one, one big irk I have. Now, this is only... This is a stage show, so it's fine. It's a pass, but this is... This is where I'm going to go into rant. Sure. I don't like it when... And they did this in Mortal Kombat 2021, where when you, you take an element and you make an animal out of it, I'm mm-hmm. like, no, I, I don't like that because like, it's cool. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's cool, but there's no reason he can make, he should be making a drag. I, he can make a drag. That's fine. 
I don't know. I just, I never liked it. Cause it's like, it's just an animal. It's not a real animal. Uh, it just, it, it just downplays the element itself. I don't know why mm-hmm. it's, it's turning the element into a construct. Um, also, this is better constructing than in Green when Justice League with Green Lantern, where it's only lasers. It's uh, and, I, and you know my slogan with Green Lanterns: no lasers, no lasers, no lasers. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I'll, I'll counter a little bit. I actually quite like it. I think it's I think it's fun to see an element instead of being used for for violence or for just a strictly kind of. Um, like tactile use, like lifting up rocks or something like that. Just, just for art, I think it's kind of cool. That's true. I can't, I can't deny that. And, but I guess I'm referring to in fighting, where they just use it, like in the image of. Mm. I, that's kind of a thing they somewhat do in, like, maybe some stories, not with Avatar. Or I, I feel like I've seen that where, like, they kind of just like summon animals and they're in the, they're encased in like an element or whatnot. I guess that's fine, but I don't know, I've always like had a problem with that. Yeah, Harry Potter does that a couple times. Yes, it's kind of it's okay. Do I hate hor? Uh, no, I was about to say horcruxes. Horcruxes. <laughs> wow, I can't say that. Um, no, it's um, patronums. Yeah. That's what it was. Patronums, I believe. Mm. Those mm. are cool, and they five did the book of the Order of the Phoenix did the best job with how Patronuses look. I'd say. Because in three they didn't really use them properly, not properly, but visually speaking, I don't think they in the movie at least. I don't think they did a good job of showing how that works. Whereas in five, I think they fully fleshed it out. Yeah, as much as they could in those movies, but that's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I think this is a pretty cool little moment. But again, I don't exactly fully get where the trick goes wrong. Did Ang just jump the gun before the guy fully had a chance to? pull his trick off like, he jumped he jumped the gun somehow his fire was either filled with or had like confetti in there or fireworks mm. and as soon as it hit katara air quotes it wouldn't have hit her it would have like burst into fireworks and she would have been fine oh okay but instead he's like oh crap that's my friend um shoot i forgot if she's wearing her patrol necklace or not shoot gonna... yeah, we'll see anyway um and so we sends a blast of air and dissipates it, but also activates it prematurely. Mm. And uh, then, you know, Robin gets angry at him. He's like, Hey, you're stealing my bit or you're ruining my, 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 my show here. And at five at Oh five 13 stands Ang there being like, it was at this moment. He knew he mucked up and then dance. And then like goes into song or dance. Yeah. It's stupid little like vaudeville. Little dancer. <laughs> it's great. I love it. I love, I love the the banjo sound effect or whatever you want to call it. It's, it yeah, it actually made me. Uh, that moment made me think of Spaceballs at the end with the little "Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey." <laughs> little <laughs> dancing. <laughs> oh golly, yeah. Was, <laughs> earlier, I was going to mention Spaceballs the animated series when I said like one ring to rule them all. I'm like, oops. oh no. <laughs> but yeah, I'm at like. I'm at what am I? At? I'm at oh five twenty six, and Ang's making the same expression as Sokka's mask. Funny enough, uh, and oh. Katara also is wearing her betrothal necklace. So yes, she's wearing it. Yeah, it's actually paused at oh uh, five twenty seven. So yeah, I can ah, see right there. <laughs> there you go. One of the rare times we pause at the same time. <laughs> uh, by one minute, but uh, anyways, uh, as uh, after Ang's little display of his his display of of, of self expression, um, uh, yeah. it seems that the, uh, the 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 crowd is not a fan of that, and they're like, "Hey, guards, get over here! Arrest him for like public indecency or for being the avatar." <laughs> no, for public indecency, his art is not our way, and it's it, it was rude to us. He offended us somehow. That was a terrible display of art. You call that dancing? Or rest you for yeah, it. And they gotta, and they gotta go on a run and hightail it out of there. Mister Shadow Man uh, reveals himself in the corner. Hey, come with me, guys. Yes, the person who also was about to stop Aang from going up stage and who followed mm-hmm. him there, uh, the whole way there, uh, is instead actually wanting to help them. Potentially, we don't know. I mean, he's luring him, and he could be luring Aang into a trap. Who knows? But just getting by getting his trust, I have no idea. For now, he's throwing down smoke bombs to stop or keep the uh fire nation or soldiers at bay 
Yeah, and they end up uh, getting cornered, raped by a little fireworks stockade. Or wagon. And they think all's lost. Or is it a wagon? It looks like a wagon. Yeah, they think it's all, all is lost, but Appa shows up and, and uh, pulls them all away. After Aang uses the bison whistle, which we hadn't used in a while. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that a little bit. And then Appa uses his tail and just wind blasts them away. Yeah, and Mr. Shadow McGee here, he definitely seems to have a thing for the uh, exploding exploding stuff so yes he's uh he's got the explosive variety out there so uh takes one of his um well fire bombs or smoke bombs or whatever you want to call it and chucks it at the wagon of fireworks and throws it down fireworks go out and the town is celebrating so i guess they didn't ruin the party for them that's nice at least very courteous of them yeah and i i, I just want to comment because we frequently mention the cgi elements i thought the cgi fireworks uh, worked okay too yes I, I noticed that too i was like oh hey there there's some cgi i didn't realize the first time around it's kind of like maybe potentially the cgi ang they used when in last episode i could be wrong on that but yeah this one looks a little better yeah yeah it looks okay it's better okay um, cgi is really good sorry for is is better when it's non-human characters and even non yeah. non-animated characters if that makes sense yes something like uh like that or the ashes in that one episode recently yeah, or that's uh, yeah. kind of hard to do. With yeah, Cell and like Tron. the fortune teller, or even like um, some of the clouds, I believe, as well. And some of the previous episodes were CGI. Yeah, yeah, things that just need to be constantly kind of moving. Yeah, it's much easier to have just a little bit of CGI. And yeah. yeah, if they can make it work, it it works quite well. Yeah, and not knocking CGI here. Just if you're gonna do CGI fully, do it fully for pit sakes. I don't mind that. Just don't flip flop between. Those yeah, two. remember that one episode. When it was, what one was it? Um, oh, it was the one with that, the black and white forest spirit one. Yes, hey, bye. It was episode seven. Yeah, we got the CGI Aang flying. Oh, that looks so bad. <laughs> was it the spirit world? Was that that one? Uh, I believe so. Let me take a look. Uh, it was the spirit world of episode seven. Sure. Yeah, so... Um, they, we have a little fireside chat with our buddy here. We find out that he was previously a Fire Nation troop and that he's actually working with, I guess, some people who left the, the Fire Nation, uh, what would you say, uh, Imperialist campaign or, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, the Imperial Army. And they've got their own little little society here, I guess, and it's all led by a previously very high-ranking official, now known as Zhang Zhang the Deserter. Whether he was admiral or commander isn't known by this man, at least. Yep. Yeah, this guy doesn't seem to know too much. He's he, he seems a little bit like a, a little bit of a silly like a Sokka type of their group. But <laughs> he's uh, some people might call him. He's not the brightest uh, light bulb in the uh, in the fixture or the uh, sharpest tool in the shed. But still, kudos to him. I mean, he he noticed Aang right away and immediately leapt to his defense once Aang was in trouble. So yeah. good for this guy. Yeah, even calling Zhang Zhang a genius man. He's a complete genius. <laughs> yeah, we'll, I like that bit. We'll go into what this episode also kind of reflects on. A certain movie, potentially. This is setting. Oh, I think I can see what you're, I think I can see what you're saying. We'll see. So it's like a, a deserter from like, and the, except it's the other side, a deserter from uh, an army or whatnot because he was mad, except in this case it... You know, Finally, this guy had a camera. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get to it. Oh, but again, I also like this guy took the initiative. He he just decided that um, Zhang Zhang would be a perfect trainer for the Avatar. So you know he's he's out there and he's thinking. This guy, <laughs> yeah, probably. And uh, yeah, Aang, it goes back into Ang's mind of like, hey, I could firebend. Initially, it was, oh, I'm going to use the stage magicians as firebenders, as masters. That'll probably take you places. But hey, if it's initializing the firebending that's probably saying something i don't know yeah and since he was following them he probably was listening into the conversation and just kind of the wheel started spinning for him so no, i like this guy good for him <laughs> potentially yes oh but yeah so they i guess Sokka at least doesn't really at least he doesn't think this guy has any sort of legitimacy but ang immediately was kind of like hey this sounds like a good idea to me so the typical Sokka. Katara's a little worried about that, and then Sokka's like, ah, I'm against this. This is not a good idea. Yeah, as he always is. 
I mean, hey, he could even be like, Aang, listen, we want to go to the North Pole. I'm going to hold you against, uh, I'll hold this one against you for this time after what you did last time. So mm. after the uh, incident with my dad. So uh, you owe me on this one. Let's just uh, let's drop it and go to the North Pole. But before he does that, he gets a, uh, a, a spear and uh, right near your throat. Yep. The decision's taken away as they're, I guess, in a way kidnapped. I, but, uh, yeah, I, I, the other members of potentially it's not really established i forget if these are other like deserting um or awol troops of the fire nation or if they're just like earth tribe members or earth kingdom members excuse me i, I don't remember yeah just like following in this uh yeah kind of cult leader in a little bit of a way but it's funny that uh, well a, a leader excuse me <laughs> a charismatic leader it's funny that even though he's no longer part of the the military he still kind of uses military tactics by let's kidnap these folks they're in our area or let's you know keep these yeah people hostage I guess or under our ring whatever and it even sh- yeah it makes me wonder if he because it's his own guy there did that guy know that they were going to be basically arrested or oh um some of the other no. troops here I don't I don't think so no I it seems like they knew that the avatar was in the area it seemed like and they didn't like what uh, he did there took the initiative and brought him to him basically oh yeah that's right that's right yeah he kind of screwed up there yeah because they got the spear in him too <laughs> kind of bullying this poor guy yeah exactly it seems like yeah he's not the <laughs> he's not the most liked in this group here and again good for him you know he's taking a risk here it wasn't like he was sent out on orders he just took the initiative himself no so. yeah this is all his uh, decisions and his alone so uh, yeah i guess give that to him for that one but We'll see what happens since uh, he's been ordered to go see Zhang Zhang himself. And uh, then one of the guys leads him the rest of the, the gang over to a little hut to, I guess, wait in for more to come. Yeah, but back in the town, I guess our old buddy was maybe here for the festival, uh, Admiral Zhao. Now he found out about the Avatar's presence and he's immediately being a big old jerk to everybody. Yeah, he got word from his second in command, uh lieutenant or whatever oh yeah captain lightning bolt zolt senior that uh there was trouble of brewing in the area because he was in the town as well and so he sent word to zhao saying oh yeah the we were having a good cultural day so far but then the avatar showed up so <laughs> he comes in with all you know, his other jackbooted thugs and was like what's going on here what's the situation oh you know cr- the festival went really well well swimmingly and there's no crime here nobody stole anything it's great and not in control as one of the poles just comes down in flames. Not good. Yep. Not a great look. That's for sure. And Zhao, of course, is just as big, big of a grumpy Gus as he always is. And he's like, okay, I don't care about anything except for finding this avatar. So everyone get prepared and follow my orders. These are all my resources now. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but back in, back in, uh, I guess the end of the river here. Um, <laughs> yeah, up the river or wherever. Yeah, I guess the end of the river. <laughs> yeah, we're in the little camp, Zhang Zhang's camp, and they send in our buddy here. What's his name? Li, Li Yu? I believe so. Yeah, Li Yu. Yeah, I forgot to write that down, but... And he, he comes and tells them, hey, you know, I talked to our, our leader here, and he said, actually, I kind of made a mistake, and he's not training you, so... You know, that's kind of that. <laughs> On the principles that you haven't mastered water bending nor earth bending first, so which seems a little unreasonable. Aang hasn't had that much time to work on it. So uh, but at the same time I'm glad Zhang Zhang stuck to his principles and that there's a cycle to these things there's an order to these things. And he ain't yeah. being a like a, a, a stingy bureaucrat about it, but he's like, you know, following tradition. <laughs> a lot of musicals tonight. Um <laughs> plenty. How do I get to Hamilton? <laughs> yeah, but we don't know that Aang at least doesn't know the details yet. And so he decides, hey, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to take this secondhand account. I'm going to go right to the source and find out what's going on. It's kind of funny that Lee Yu is not a, a firebender, by the way. They, they probably did a good job with that because if he was a firebender, then, uh, well, you know, we could have had Aang being taught by him instead of Zhang Zhang. And then Zhang Zhang probably could have found out. Hmm. Oh, but I like when Aang does arrive. Like he gives him the respect, immediately calls him master. He kind of kicks off his, you know, some dirt off his shoes and you know, tries to come into his thing a little humbled. Yeah, I'm also surprised that Sokka, Katara, Noru, 
Lee Yoon like stopped Aang from going to see him. By the way, that, that was fascinating. Well, yeah, at least I think that other guy probably wanted him to go and you know try to be trained. Yeah, Aang, he's not the most convincing uh, cell here. He's just like, hey, you know, I am the Avatar after all. It's my destiny. And this guy's like, uh, like, get out of here, man. Talks <laughs> about yeah, talks about rivers and and fish and not knowing how rivers behave. I'm like, mm-hmm. you ever seen salmon swim upstream? I haven't. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, and he's he's getting a little mad, and Aang looks a little shocked. He's not expecting this kind of encounter. He's being very fire urius. Hmm. Um. And yeah, they they continue the debate, and Aang he does try to. Okay, what's he saying here? Actually, I'll he, this He's bit. basically <laughs> just trying to sway him uh, to give him some lessons in firebending. I don't know if he seeks to master it or at least just initiate the process. Uh, similar to what like Katara has been showing him with waterbending. Uh, the waterbending scroll, excuse me. To have somebody actually be at his side and critique him with these things. He's saying this, we don't know what he's, what's going to look like, but still. And Zhang Zhang is getting a lot more intense and um, impatient with Aang for his persistence uh, because no is no. You must stick with the, the the protocol almost the way things are of water fire earth and fu- sorry what <laughs> I'm speaking the title again air water fire air water earth and fire in that order and i do like how he starts to kind of break down why fire in particular is such a dangerous element to try to master and talking about like the other ones you know you can do what you do with them but if you kind of mess up with fire, it can just destroy everything and so easy to lose control of. And I think that stuff, you know, it, it, it's a good sell. And Aang does seem like he's a little bit, maybe not fully convinced, but at least intimidated into kind of accepting what he's saying. Yeah, whether he still got, um, what is it called? Whether he still has, not contaminated eyes, but whether he still has the perspective of 100 years ago where fire wasn't used in this aggressive sort of way and conquered the earth. I mean, that's kind of short-sighted on him because he's been fire, fighting firebenders this whole time. Okay, fudge, yet. Um, But he's been fighting firebenders this entire time, and so he should have a, you know, a thing or two about this fire by that point, and that they're using it aggressively. Um, I love what Zhang Zhang says, again, pointing out future things of you must learn water and earthbending first because it's the principles it, you must. It's not just the fire itself. It's the principles that matter. It's the discipline that you have to understand, because if you can master those two elements then you can master the fourth. Um, and I, I absolutely love that uh, about that. Yeah. I think a lot of that stuff works really well. And I think it works even more well, or maybe not even more well, but it works really well as well. When we get a surprise guest appearance of Avatar Roku. Yes, Zhang Zhang is furious. I also like the fact that he himself is so like, like he he's lost it. We see that he he probably is he has PTSD. Let's let's be real. Here. Yeah, he probably has PTSD. The scars on his eyes, or the two scars around his eye, his left eye or right eye, are probably an indication of that. And also his white hair, maybe that white hair. Oh no, he had white hair in the picture, but he's probably, and just how he's maybe not impatient. He's, I don't say he's erratic, but he's just like uh, impatient with Aang. I mean, maybe he just thinks that he's an impatient person, persistent one or a fool at all. And yeah, he's just, he's, he's severely just like angered and similar to what we've seen with Zuko where your fire, he can influence like the fire around him and he bursts um or he makes the candles like you know shoot a flame like almost a wall of fire and then we see my one of my favorite parts of the episode we see one like one candle one single candle mm. and it is zhong zhong not inside his tent or his little hut with a tree but a tree also everything is monochrome which is nice mm. um or d- d- faded d- d- diluted whatever sepia thank you Thank you. That's that's a perfect term. Um, we see him outside somewhere, potentially in the spirit realm. Mm, that's what I was thinking too. And we see the previous avatar himself, as you said, Roku. He is there. Yes. And he basically is just laying down the law. You will teach the avatar that, like, that's it. 
And yeah, there's no arguments there. <laughs> I've mastered the elements a thousand times, lifetimes before, and I will master it a thousand more times. And I'm like, this is great. This is wonderful. And then you question whether or not is this by was this real or was this all in Zhang Zhang's imagination? Who knows? Oh, I didn't even consider that. That's interesting. I will say it's the former where it was real, especially when yeah. um, Roku burns the, the 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 tree. By the way, I like that moment as well. But yeah, some yeah. people could say, well, maybe this is all PTSD and it's maybe this is a dream he's had beforehand and he's remembering it. Or maybe it's like in this moment right now because he's with the Avatar. Who knows? Un, uh, well. Unreliable narrator, maybe. Yeah, and perhaps one of the reasons that the Fire Nation chose this particular area is maybe it's involved with those kind of spirit world ley lines that we saw a little bit of of in those previous episodes. Maybe. I mean, I don't think it's spiritual. It could be, potentially. Who uh, We don't know. And it is near a swamp. I mean, it seems like the spirit world kind of thrives more in the less populated areas and the nature like that. Well, yeah, and we saw that, especially with like, hey, w- w- to remember this earlier, we saw that with oh, yeah. in the introduction of the spirit realm, if you remember, spirit yep. world, excuse me, where, you know, it was a whole forest in of itself. And so the more less human uh, dominated handprint is, foot, yeah, dominated mm-hmm. footprint is, the more attuned the spirit world may be. Yeah, but either way, it was, it was a cool moment. And I just, yeah, nice little guest appearance in the episode. And it's always nice to... Like I said, I love that he says I, you know, when I'm referring to Aang. I always yes. like when they draw the connection between the avatars all being one, basically. Yeah, no, reminding us that these are indeed a single reincarnated being over and over again. And it is the pronoun is I, not mm. uh, him or she or they, just yeah. I. I like that. Yeah, and then we cut to the bits that are basically the karate kid. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, within one day or whatnot. Uh, Aang's <laughs> excited that he's going to do some firebending, but then finds out that <laughs> finds out that it's basically just he's in a horse stance and he's got his you know hands by his belt and or his waist and he has to breathe. Control yeah. your breath. And for hours on end. Great. With no explanation how it's gonna help with the uh the whole firebending thing, just just wait there. And of course, yes. talking and Katara are not making it easy on them. They're just laughing at him. They're doing things that even Zhang Zhang was a pre, uh, not a pre, I don't know, appreciating, but but certainly pointing out and approving of, of like, look at how they're concentrating, and uh, see even how like you know the man on the concrete is concentrating on fishing. He's like, hey, um, and how Katara? <laughs> we see Katara also doing some waterbending in the background. That's good for her. I'm liking that. Um, and Aang's like, oh, what do I focus on? The heat from the sun, the humidity around you, because they're in a swamp area, very humid as well. It's probably is a dry season. And so, yes, feel the heat, uh, surround yourself in it. I kind of like that. That's, that's, that's fair. Like, first feel like the fire around you uh, so that you can create the fire within you, if that makes any sense. Yeah. And after, you know, several hours of this kind of stuff, you know, whether it be the swamp or on top of a mountain, Aang just has, he's kind of had it showing through some of his impatience as a student. Which is very interesting. Again, uh, it, uh, maybe it shows his impatience for the element itself or the discipline. I don't know. Yeah, and a nice little parallel to Zuko, because when we first saw him, Iroh kept being like, hey, you know, this firebending stuff, this is, this is a serious deal. You need to take your time. You need to master the basics. And Zuko kept trying to jump to learning the more advanced stuff right away. You, uh, I didn't realize that. That, that, that I did not expect. I, I, that is a very good idea. I didn't realize that and uh, that we have the same name. Except Aang has impatience similar to Zuko, but he doesn't get angry. Or, he does get angry, but isn't like blow hot steam, if that makes any sense. Yeah, definitely a different demeanor. Yeah, very. It shows it's when you put two characters through a similar set of uh, obstacles you'll it'll show their character and how they behave uh if they mm. go to the breaking point oh yeah i just press play too <laughs> <laughs> heard that there eh? yeah <laughs> but yeah so yeah ang's kind of just i <laughs> i uh 
yeah he he gets desperate he i didn't realize this was a good this is you, you said it perfectly this is a perfect parallel to uh zuko i never thought of that you are a genius sir you're a mad genius sir a mad genius <laughs> yeah and during his little blow up here that's when we get a little bit of a hint at some of the future uh, conflict for the episode because he says you know i had another student like you no interest in learning discipline just you know basically only wanting to learn about the power and i wonder who that could be hmm yeah uh, it's not like you know it's not like we're gonna flash forward or <laughs> quick cut over to uh, a scene with whom's coming up the river or down the river i yeah. have no idea uh, somewhat unrelated absolutely <laughs> oh yeah which uh we then yeah cut over to Zhao quickly to see that he's making his way towards where ang might be who knows and where the uh Zhang Zhang's troops there kind of take the initiative and try to attack Zhao at long range with spears, just they don't have any uh, bows and arrows with them. And, yep. you know, Zhao just deflects them all and yeah, he lights the place up, just wipes out his obstacles and, yeah, just lights the fire, lights the fire in the swamp. Yeah, the swamp by the end of this is going to be burnt to the ground, this guy. Yeah, <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> He's grinning. What, what kind of monkey does he look like with that little facial hair he's got he looks like some sort of monkey yeah i think i know the type he's not, it's not um it's not a mandrill you ever, you ever known those no but i'm looking up right now maybe it's that it's not an orangutang with their long arms yeah i was gonna say a reese's monkey let me quickly look that up maybe that's, that's it. probably it most likely that's what came to mind um, is that in the chimpanzee family well it's the ape family yeah yeah because they don't have they don't have tails that's right wait how does it work yeah yeah there's there's monkeys and apes that's right monkeys have the tails apes don't yeah it he kind of does look like a reese's except they're apparently white i didn't realize that they're red we don't want to put white face on them now <laughs> oh no can i just say i saw the episode of toss the other night where it's um where it's uh the riddlers in that episode and it's like you know the two-face oh. look where it's it like you know is it let this be your la your last battlefield with the the black and the white? Oh no. I I don't know. Maybe I'm just ignorant, but I looked at the black piece, I'm like, maybe it's cause it's half. It doesn't look bad. I I I wasn't saying it was a I, I just think it's a ridiculous episode because the it's so simplistic. <laughs> that's fair, that's fair. But like it was on TV, so what do you expect? But yeah, what do you expect? But it was it was on there, I was like, you know, the blackface isn't looking bad. Maybe I'm like racist for saying that, but it looks like maybe it's because they're not trying to look black. They're just like doing mm. something with the face instead. Maybe that's why it looks good. I don't know. Also, they're not like looking like a character caricature of, of an African person. So like maybe it works. I don't know. Yeah. And I love at the end when Kirk is just, he's like done with it and they're like chasing each other. And he's just like, ah, leave him alone. Let him do whatever they're going to do. <laughs> You know, there was good episodes, and then there were some uh, episodes of like, what were they? Uh, what were they on with that one? On about with yeah. that one? At least they had a nice message at heart, but oh boy, <laughs> maybe not conveyed easily. Who knows? Yeah, for uh, subject uh, subject of view, as they say. Oh, but yeah, back to the episode here. So where where are we now? Oh no, I I have been I have been playing all this time. Oops. Well, we start with um, I guess after. After Aang, I guess, took the, uh, the, the Zhang Zhang's little message to heart and the, the, his little parable of his mm. student being uh, ignorant and, and very impatient at the time to heart and kind of realizes his mistakes. And, uh, you know, as we as we get into the scene, we see some CGI leaves fall um, and then switch to hand drawn, strangely enough. And we see him there and he kind of apologizes and makes a promise to be a lot more patient and as soon as almost like he was expecting this as zhang zhang is in like i will now teach you fire he's like yippee woohoo all excited oh, and celebratory very flashy and open expressive about it mm -hmm. and then one of those leaves lands right on zhang zhang's hands awesome really, really cool yep and he is instructing ang to do one simple task keep the fire in this leaf that i've created from spreading and overtaking the leaf. A, uh, air quotes, simple task. Yeah, but then, yeah, of course, Zhang Zhang has to take off. 
and Aang immediately just switches his demeanor. He's like, this guy's the worst teacher I've ever had. Stupid leaf, like, what's the point of all this stuff? And he just starts trying to experiment with actual firebending. Yeah, Katara is like, there's probably a good reason for that. But uh, in this case, yeah, I, I don't think Zhang Zhang probably would have watched him uh, for a bit. Probably would have gone inside and it's like come in and out of his hut. Just see that he wasn't goofing around again. Yeah, but unfortunately he didn't. And yeah, Aang captures the fire of the leaf and turns it into a little fireball. Yeah, he's got a little fire going. And instead of being responsible with it, he immediately starts playing with it and tossing it around, making like a huge flame and accidentally burns Katara. Yeah, first it's not, it's, it's, he was thinking more of, again, for stage performance rather, because it's like, oh, he's got a hot potato or something like that, or he's like trying to do juggling with it. Because he's always said he's like, you know, juggling and whatnot. And then he uh, does a motion where he like blasts it in a wave or in, you know, in a circle. And it's like, um, whoops. And it doesn't happen to burn anything else except for Katara's hands for some strange reason and not any of the foliage and flora around him. Yeah, and she takes off choked and Sokka's rightfully like, hey, what have you done, man? Although he kind of he kind of is a little wrong, he points the blame at um, old Sean Jong, which is not really fair. But <laughs> yeah, he immediately gets to Aang and like tackles him. Maybe this is from previous, uh, this is from the previous episode. He's still got some hard feelings from that. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah, who knows? That's that's me just like uh, projecting. Who knows? But yeah, Jean, he he kind of. I guess he goes looking for Katara, feeling guilty about what just happened. And yeah, he takes one look at Aang and just gives him that look. That look of just that makes you feel so low about yourself. And, oh, you just want to, yeah. like, hurt yourself or just, like, man, what have I done? Just lets you know that you messed up there. Yeah, and Katara's crying to herself, sitting by the water, and she just puts her hand For in. good reason, of course. Yeah, probably just to help the pain, the cooling cooling effect of the water not even thinking about um well who knows what she was thinking but maybe she was mis- wishing that her hands weren't well, so you, like, you know your, your hands are burnt and it looks like maybe second degree burns i'm not good with this but maybe like mm. maybe first degree bordering on second degree burns she's not two-faced basically um <laughs> not even zuko's two-face not even in the movie uh we'll see what the tv show looks like but um yeah, she puts her hands to cool, which, you know, yes, if you have a burn or something like that, you put it under cold water immediately. That's the that's that's what safety uh, instructors and safety professionals say uh, So cool it. It's going to hurt. It's going to sting, obviously, because it's, you know, since it's damaged the nerves. Well, I mean, not damaged, but it's certainly affecting the nerves right there. Um, yeah, freaking burns. You probably had like, I don't know how many burns you've had, but like, man, I've not had like a terrible burn, but like, oh, they always hurt. They always stink. Yep. Yeah, and I wish I could do what Katara does here. She yeah. Sticks her hand in the water, and this kind of blue light kind of circles around them, and then she heals herself. And she's like, what did I just do? How do I shoot webs? And um, then in comes a firebending master who uh, tells her about waterbending. Fascinating yeah. stuff. Yeah, I like this little this little scene here. I think this is a good one. Again, what is it? Um Zhang Zhang kind of opening up more about his character because if it hasn't been yeah. noted, he've um we've kind of missed the fact that he's very kind of like me sometimes. He's very self-critical uh of firebending or, or fire the element well, itself. For for good reason though. This makes yeah, sense. As a former high-ranking official in the kind of fire crusade, he's seen definitely the damage that it can do. Yeah, he's seen some stuff that he's probably not proud of, maybe even participated in some stuff that he's again not uh wanting to discuss with us but obviously we can incur perhaps yeah and just uh just on time here his former student someone who's used their powers to definitely abusive ends shows up and interrupts the scene <laughs> walk a razor's edge between humanity and savagery i like that line that's pretty cool yeah it's a good one yeah but you know basically fire burns itself out which makes sense if you think about it but Anyways, yes, Zhao, Admiral Zhao, so it shows up. Um, yeah. Itching to either get at Zhang Zhang or to, well, to either best his former master, although the look he gives at like, what is it, like 755 or whatever it was, kind of states like, oh, my master's here, so two, I can get 
uh, I can get two birds stoned. Yeah, I like that he does. He almost like does a little firewall, and John and uh, Zhao just walks right through it. it. Ain't the ring of fire, but it's the uh, wall of fire. And he tells Katara that it's time for you guys to get out of here. And Katara runs back to try to find the others, but Ang he's he's basically turned himself into Zhang Zhang. He's hiding in his little candle circle with his face against the wall or facing the wall. Feels disgraced. He feels like he messed up very much. I know what you feel, Aang. I have been there plenty and plenty of times. From when I was your age to probably now. I've always messed up and I feel like you right now. Yeah, and again, this this scene here reminded me of... um, Oh, what was that episode? When they went to the former uh, airbending uh, temple. And Aang kind of did the same thing where he just kind of gave up and sucked in on himself a little bit. What in... um... In episode three? Yeah, I think it was the third episode, yep. Uh, like... Southern Air Temple, maybe? Yeah, but, like, I forget the scene. Like, after he finds out that um, Monk Gyatso was killed by firebenders. Yeah, and he's kind of like, oh, I failed everyone, I took off, and he just, oh, like, okay. basically gives up, and Katara has to come, and I, I think that's when he turns to the Avatar stage shortly after that. But anyway, it's been a while since we watched that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, fair enough. No, I, mean, I I do remember what you're talking about now. Yeah, but he, Katara, just like in that previous episode, manages to tell him, hey, you know, even though you're feeling bad, the situation kind of requires that you, you know, take to action as the Avatar. And- oh, and also my hands are healed, so everything's okay. Now, uh, sort of. Now go. Yeah, and- we'll get to that. <laughs> uh, Zhang Zhang is in need of help, and it's rare. This is one of the rare occasions where you always hear like, uh, so Ang is like, I gotta go help him. Katara doesn't say I'm coming with you. That's yeah. very rare for a show like this where you're always here. Like I'm going with you. No questions asked. Let's go. Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. Oh, but I just wanted to comment since I'm watching the action scene right now. Yep. There's something about Ang during this particular action scene where he almost has, feels like Spider-Man a little bit. <laughs> like he's a little quippy. He's, you know, saying his thoughts out loud, you know, it just reminded me of spider-man a little bit and the way he's springing himself around everywhere and kind of using the villain um his own strength against him something about that just felt spider-man-y to me that's fair uh before we get to that quickly i love um the build not the build-up but like first i like how the back and forth quickly between master and former student um mm. of between zhong as zhong zhong and zhao and i love how zhong or yeah, zhong zhong excuse me states that even like they talk about the avatar and he's like i've never seen such raw power i'm like ooh, so he's a he's he's afraid of of ang's potential like he's he's almost skyrocketed and that's probably maybe that's why like he was able to do that fire burst burst of fire excuse me uh so he's like perhaps potentially i don't know he he got it quickly too quickly in fact maybe potentially i don't know who, who knows but so there is a respect uh, for Aang there. Um, and that he's yeah. not ignorant with it, which is nice. But yes, then he um, uses his fire to defend in a way and uh, escapes and lures the uh, normal soldiers uh, away from Aang and uh, leaves him with Zhao, which I don't know if that was his idea or not. Uh, maybe. Yeah, it's, it's, it's almost like they had to wrap it up a little too quickly. <laughs> they're just kind of like oh let's quickly move things around and let's go to the big fight at the end like and uh and of course right before they uh enter because we finally get a uh we finally get the fight between zhao and ang finally mm. um we do we were denied it back in um the, the the blue spirit now we finally get it here um but before that his opening line is um uh, you you are going uh, yeah something 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 my former master likes you you were zhong zhong's student what yeah i thought that was a little silly <laughs> that's right austin it was me all along <laughs> yeah i mean i guess for ang he wouldn't have had any reason to know it was clearly just the uh the way they cut it that we as the audience know but <laughs> yeah maybe it would have played better if they if they hadn't done that and it was more of a reveal no that's true um Man, some of these at this animation is clean and clear. It's great. Uh, from Ang, just like 
doing a splits with like a little current of air below him with his two fingers. That was amazing to like yeah. creating a, another burst of air around him and blocking the fire everywhere and redirecting it. That was just great. And then again, to kind of, how I put this, um, to antagonize, uh, not antagonize that too, but to mention what you were saying earlier with like, yeah, how oh. I was like Spider-Man here. Okay. Yes. One, I think it's a coincidence. I don't think they legitimately thought of Spider-Man here. I think it was just the episode's premise that they thought of, or at least like the fight, the fact that Zhang Zhang mentioned um, his former student has no self-control and realizes that as well. Um, echoes that. He's like, ah, no self-control. Everybody go to 2032. That's an, um, <laughs> as a, that is a meme image right there. That's, that's hilarious. A meme face right there. But yeah, he realizes that, uh, Jean, or Zhao could actually be uh, Aang if he wasn't controlling in control of his uh, his fire his his bending excuse me and his emotions uh, or his discipline so no discipline so yes he's like I'm gonna do the very thing that I should be doing more often which is taunting and quipping as you mentioned mm. yeah he does that little waving his butt at him thing which I feel like Aang's done before that was just hilarious. They didn't do that before in another one. I feel like it was um, uh, maybe the storm. Maybe um, I don't. I don't I can't remember for sure. So I, if you're talking like in the flashback episodes, potentially. Oh no! Then it wouldn't have been the storm. Then no. Maybe I, it was imprisoned. I I, I can't uh, remember. It's whenever they maybe when they first met Zhao, there were like all those boats on the water, and then they ended up kind of. This one's been a lot of flashing back to previous. Oh, you episodes. mean uh, what's it called? I think it was episode eight uh, with the Avatar Roku, the Winter Solstice Part Two. Oh, oh yeah, that may be it. Yeah, because yeah. that was the block, the the fire blockade, fire navy yeah, blockade. I, excuse me. I can't remember that if that's the one, but I feel like Aang has definitely done this butt thing before. Before, uh, actually, <laughs> I don't keep track of that. This is the only time that's I fair. remember it because of just how iconic it is and how I'd love to do it. Oh, yeah. I mentioned that before. And I think one of our previous podcasts in the other channel, I mean, um, especially the bit when he goes, I don't know why, but I thought you'd be better than Zuko, which is so funny because he didn't know about Agnikai. He doesn't know about episode three with the Agni Kai, which really oh, should yeah. ruffle his jimmies right there. eh? Oh, but for every reason that that bit and just the way Aang's kind of animation just really made me think of Spider-Man. No, that's fair. I mean, the, the Spider-Man part is just because of how like with, with Flippy and stuff like that. That's just the fact that he it's a coincidence because of how with air you can be acrobatic and you can use it to like, you know, propel yourself and whatnot. So that's that. Whereas because. Aang has pseudo superhuman agility reflexes and dexterity. Um, whereas Spider-Man actually has that as his like abilities. So yeah, there's a, I see the connection, but it's not, I, I, it's just a coincidence, but I think you're right. It, yeah. And just the antagonizing the, uh, the villain, you know, that... it's, uh, it's true though. It, it does make him feel like Spider-Man. Oh, uh, but yeah, Aang's plan works extremely well, and he ends up burning down his whole little group of ships there. I was going to call it a fleet, but it's not, it's only three ships, so. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, no, it's like three. I forgot if there's a term for that, but yeah, not all. He, he sunk all his barges in, or he, congratulations, you sunk your, uh, your little skirt, not skirts, uh, his, your little tugboats. No, what did I call it? Your dinghies. Dinghies. You have to walk home. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Yep. And then we cut over to the village, and there's a little buddy again walking around. And he's like, "Hey, where is everybody? This guy—he always go, seems man? like he's a little, uh, like he's a little medicated, if you know what I mean." <laughs> like yeah, he's taking off... in the the rece- the, the um, was it taking in some of the uh, the, the the local flowers as they're called. Mm. What are they called? Mm. Uh, o- o- optimums. Uh, uh, opacates, uh, opacate, opiums, I don't know, opiums, I don't know. Oh. Yeah, we'll, we'll get away from that. But yeah, I, I like that little last little bit with him before we we cut back to the the way that they usually end these episodes, flying away, and then we get a little moment with Ang and Katara. 
Yes, uh, Katara demonstrated the fact that Aang got burnt, which we clearly didn't see beforehand. I'm calling it right there. This was after the yep. fact. Um, Definitely didn't see it. Even the same with the singe. How are you going to... Who's going to, like... Care, not, who's going to clean your... Not clean. Who's going to mend your, yeah, uh, so your outfit good. there? Yeah. <laughs> Katara. <laughs> no, none of this, like, scar damage comes uh, after episodes. So weird. Yeah, and we get a very brief little scene where they, you know at least recognize her ability and touch on it very briefly but yeah it's not too much yes her ability that may have come out of nowhere who knows yeah and are you saying you think that it was because of course this whole season is kind of them kind of coming to grips with their powers and learning new things about them so you feel like that's this true was a little too out of the blue uh i somebody could argue against me with it but it i think it i think it was Yes or no? It's, it's is it Deus Ex Machina? I mean, it's not like saving the episode for pit's sakes. It's just like yeah, that's that's what I think helps it is it wasn't like a pivotal, like she needed to heal someone in the episode to save the plot or anything like that. It was just kind of like a little byproduct, and her learning about it too was a complete accident. So that's how it always starts with these things. Like you have an ability because it was an accident. That's like whoops, didn't know about that. And it's also a uh, extension of waterbending, which. I guess she also didn't know about, and it's from a firebender, by the way, which is hilarious. I like that. Yeah, and it makes much. sense for for Katara too, because she has so little experience with other waterbenders, and that's what that whole waterbending scroll thing was about. Her just feeling like she needed to be more connected to it. Yeah, and the scroll itself probably doesn't talk about the healing parts of it. That's probably mm. a separate scroll. So you know, it's it's once again, it's it's and it's a character who doesn't know about it learning about it. Because uh, she's been yeah. her entire life down in this village that, you know, is not in contact with the rest of the world. So, of course, she wouldn't know. So it's nice that it's from a character who doesn't know and it's the audience that finds out as well. So I think it does work. You you have yeah. convinced me, sir. Thank you. Baba, for any more convincing final thoughts, what do you think of this one? This was uh, this was the best uh, adaptation I've ever seen of Apocalypse Now. <laughs> Hmm. Wow. I wow. I never would have got that comparison. Hmm. Until you just said it just now. I certainly didn't see when I was watching it earlier, but yeah, absolutely, it's in there. Even uh, on the river. Yep. <laughs> the fact that it looks like Vietnam air quotes. Hmm. Um. I would have never realized this. Um. I think the nostalgia critic pointed this out when he did his walk when when he did his uh, viewings of of the uh, of the show in the past oh. but but which is where i kind of got it from but then when we saw apocalypse now i'm like okay i see it no i mm. i get it now but then i point point out more that it's so obviously who's looking for zhang zhang who's um marlo no what's his name no marlo's the marlo because we're going back to like heart of darkness marlo's the guy looking for um kurtz kurtz yeah i believe yeah. so yeah kurtz, kurtz. So <laughs> Avatar somehow is from the opposite side and is on Kurt's side, whereas Marlo is the bad guy in this case. Meaning oh, that yeah. from that movie, he's the there he's because uh, Kurtz is uh, defecting from America and Marlo is sent by the American government to go find him. Yeah. I, yeah, I guess I see what you're saying there. <laughs> hint, hint. I don't know. Uh, for the episode itself, what, what were you, what were your thoughts? Um, Aang jumped the gun. He, uh, he, he, he line cut it in a way. He made it so that he wanted to, <laughs> he, he, he was going to use some tactics to, uh, and some tricks to get ahead of bending for some reason, even though I hasn't really, didn't show any water bending this episode to, uh, learn fire initially. Did he have good reason to, I guess so. Cause it does ask the question, how um how is Zang gonna who's gonna be his teacher? Like who's gonna be his firebending teacher? Because all the firebenders are not exactly nice people. So who's gonna teach him that? How is he gonna figure this out? Hey Roku, Roku will step in again and help out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Why not? And um or maybe Zhang Zhang will return. Uh, we, we, it, it seemed like at the end he got away safely, potentially. I mean, it's unknown right yep. now. Maybe he got captured. Who knows? But potentially maybe Zhang Zhang will be his uh, master 
by whenever book three, maybe two, who knows? Yeah, I guess we'll find out. Uh, but for my final thoughts, yeah, I mean, I, I really like this one. I think, of course, I mean, I'm pretty sure this is JM animation. I mean, it, it looks just super pretty all throughout. Some really great stuff. I like seeing a little bit more of the Fire Nation. I always kind of like when we see them in a more positive light instead of just kind of the kind of empty villains that we sometimes get with them when Zuko's not around. <laughs> yes, I know what you mean because we had the uh, we had the initial firebending or Fire Nation festival. Yeah. Uh, and then got some of the dark side of that, juxtaposed that with Zhang Zhang, who has done some heinous things in there, eh? Yeah, and then, of course, that little, his little uh, soldier guy, uh, I, I keep reading his name. Um, Li Yu, Li Yin? Li Yu. Yeah, I like that guy, too. But even just um, seeing some, like I said, the comparisons to Zuko with Aang being impatient to learn, I think that's a good thing to kind of focus on, because he's this little kid, and you know, he he wants that kind of instant satisfaction. I like that little bit of characterization for Aang. And also uh, also to Zhao in the episode proper, uh, where they kind of try to make the comparison between the two. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Z- yeah, Zuko, you thought, but like Zhao, they, they kind of like push in that in that direction or in, the, in that spot. Yeah, which is good. Makes me wonder if we're going to see... You know, maybe coming close to the finale here, maybe we're going to get some some stuff with him there. It will be something. We will we will have to wait and see. But yeah, another another strong one for this season. Um, it's always nice to see these kind of standout episodes, and this is definitely stand out for me. Yeah, I think I'd say my favorite part was the uh, Roku bit. Just like where mm. all of a sudden, like just Roku shows up. It's like whoa, real yep. or imaginary in his brain? Who knows? Yeah, I love that bit. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, I think that's I think that's all I got for this one. Uh, yeah, I suppose any last words for you with your <laughs> <laughs> thank you, ladies and gentlemen, those in between for listening to our commentary again. Always love doing these. Absolutely. No, I'm no, I'm not about to ask for donations or anything like that. That's the stupid thing. All I ask is your thoughts. If we're doing good, if we're not doing good, if we should add something, if we shouldn't, who knows. Um, but till next time, if you and your friends find yourself stranded in apocalypse now, which side do you take? Kurtz or Marlowe? Catch you next time. I think I would just try to get out of there. <laughs> yeah, probably. What do you want to stay with the French? Do you want to be in that one like checkpoint where all like heck is breaking loose? Oh, that's such a great scene. That is such a great that's scene. That's such a great scene. Wow. Yeah, that is. Or do you want to be with Kilgore at the where they're surfing? Another great scene. <laughs> that whole movie is just filled with great scenes. Oh man. And it almost killed Francis Ford Coppola. Yep. Yeah, poor guy. This section of the podcast contains spoilers for all seasons of Avatar The Last Airbender and The Legend of Korra. Enter at your peril. It'd be funny if they actually had a little display. Just a little, like, um, theater piece of them capturing the Avatar. I'd like a stand in for the Fire Lord and <laughs> what is this? Ombles the, the Easter Island players or something oh, like that? Oh boy. That's not TS yeah, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs>